0: This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're new to the show, welcome. Today, we are gonna be talking about retirement changes, past, present, and future. So if you're new to the show, please visit my website at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. And while you're there, you can visit the radio page because we record these shows and you can actually subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because it's all about education. And the show is all about giving you good questions to ask. And we do a lot of topics from Medicare to IRAs to 401ks. And we're going to talk about retirement changes today. So please don't hesitate to reach out. You can also feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 to set up a face-to-face meeting, or just to ask a question. So we're gonna get into the show and it's really interesting, but before we get started, I wanted to touch base with my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: Oh. Tara, if I was any better, my name would be uh, Chris McKinney, right? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I had to bring Chris up. Uh, I am doing great, Tara. I've had a great week. Just uh, got a lot done this week. So I feel like I always love it when I have a productive week because I've actually accomplished something. And I know you're a productive person and like to be productive as well. Uh, But it's been good. How about you? What have you been up to?
1: Just, you know, we've been, we're actually, I'm transitioning in the reserve. I'm going to be finishing up command here shortly and moving to a new job. That's going to be taking me to Germany a couple times a year. Oh, really? And so, so that's going to be exciting. So we're kind of finishing up that, you know, it's that bittersweet time where you've had all these people you've worked together for like the last three years and, Mm. and saying those goodbyes. And, um, but it's not, it's, it's hasta luego. It's until later.
0: Uh-huh. Not, hasta, really luego. Not always, hasta la vista. Hasta luego. Okay, I got I, it.
1: I always like that distinction in Spanish. Yes, and,
0: I like it too. And,
1: and that's, so that's what's been taking up a lot of my time right now.
0: Good. Good. So what are we talking about in today's show?
1: Well, it's really interesting, is that I mean, I think the one thing that's guaranteed in life is there's nothing guaranteed <laughs> except for <laughs> feeling good about today. Changes. Um, but I, I just, I, I came across this article called from Money Crashers, and it was just talking about a lot of the changes over the last 25 years. And I found it really interesting, Tony, because I've been talking about a lot of these things in my book. Like, um, how do we get to this point today where most people don't have pensions? Mm, and yeah. it's it started changing, you know, in the 70s, but we're in a spot now where people really don't have pensions they can depend on necessarily. And people are changing jobs a lot. So it's it's not the old model where you went and worked for your company for 30 years and you retired. And so, so these changes have kind of happened slowly. So I found this article fascinating, but it, it was a good point. Like, listen to this, the social security act, it wasn't signed into law until 1935 and Medicare wasn't signed into law until 1965.
0: Wow.
1: So it's kind of difficult to imagine because for us today, we just think that those have always been around. Yeah. Um, but there's these are become two foundational programs that have really become something that a lot of Americans depend on. Yeah. And, you know, and it wasn't just that development of these government programs that fueled the changes in retirement. There's, you know, the pensions that pensions have been around since the eighteen hundreds. And they became more common in 1921 when the IRS made it a tax advantage for companies to provide them. But then what started to happen in the 70s is the 401k became a way that companies could get a tax benefit for contributing money, but they didn't have to do the full pension benefit.
0: Ah, so,
1: so these sure. things have been changing over the last 25 years. And, and that's part of what the show is about, Tony, is getting people educated to go, Why am I having to plan for retirement? My grandparents didn't have to do that. Yeah. And and that's true. The reason is just because the laws are changed and the way that our country works have changed. And so now the onus for retirement is on us, the individual.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it is, in a way, it's unfortunate. Uh, You know, the pension has gone the way of the, Pension, as I like to say, I mean buffaloes—they're bringing them back, right? With right. Uh, breeding and they've saved the buffalo. But the pension—I don't think there's much hope for it, unless you have a government job, right? That's then you're fortunate enough to have a pension. Uh, but uh, the fact that pensions have gone away is just one more reason uh, our viewers and listeners uh, need to be working with someone like yourself, Tara, a financial services professional. But you know what? I mean, we're talking about changes today, and Terry, you know know, my biggest life philosophy is to roll with the changes, roll with the punches. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think you, you've you teed up an interesting topic today because, you know, you, you got to use the word adaptable. Uh, we have to be adaptable. And that reminds me of a great quote, Tara, uh, from one of my favorite philosophers. And see if you can figure out why he's my favorite, Sir Francis Bacon. Uh, that's actual name, actual name. Have to, you have to love Sir Francis Bacon. Everybody loves bacon. Um, Well, not everybody, but uh, he that will not apply new remedies must expect new evils, for time is the greatest innovator. And what he's saying is, is, you know, we have to be willing to change and roll with changes. Otherwise, uh, we're going to get lost. So uh, the older I get, the more I realize that one of the keys to a happy and fulfilling life, and especially, uh, you know, this is a key to a happy and fulfilling retirement as well, is to not constantly pine for the way things used to be, but to embrace the way things are now and to learn how to make the best of what we have now and to look at what's coming, right?
1: Hey, Tony, I, I I think you have to. And it's, it's just funny. You're, you're reminding me. I've just been watching the series Downton Abbey.
0: Oh, yes. And, that is a crazy show.
1: And it's that constant, though, that thing of the times are changing and, you know, the old yep. household and the old ways. You can want it as much as you want it. But at some point, time is just going to move on. And yep. they means- try to
0: hold on to those old traditions of, you know, uh, the different, you know, uh, where they've really put women in a certain box and servants and men. I Downton Abbey is uh, it's a fascinating show.
1: It, it's really interesting. And it, it, and it just shows, though, how, you know, as humans, I think we fear change. Yeah, at, at our do. core. But then the, the thing is though, is it's, it's gonna happen at some point whether you like it or not. And so yeah. that's a lot of what this show is about, Tony. And that's why I like to do planning is, because we don't have a crystal ball and know what's gonna come. But if you can create plans and create emergency funds and create um, cushions, then you're able to better better deal with those changes when they come. Sure. And if you can get to that mindset that here's what I want to happen and here's what I think is gonna happen, but if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be okay because I have this other plan. <laughs> I have Plan B and C. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and, and so I you just I like to keep sharing some nuggets of information. So one of the things to think about, and Social Security is a great example to use, is that the real benefits have declined over time. And that's kind of a doozy for people because what do you mean? Everyone's still getting their social security payments, but it's interesting that between 1975 and 1984, the cost of living adjustments averaged about 7.7%, which Mm. outpaced inflation. Wow. And during that time period, the highest cost of living bump was a stunning 14.3%. But Boy, boy, things have changed since then, (laughs) you know, from that year through from 2009 through 2020, the average cost of living adjustment has been like 1.38%. And and for three of those years, Tony, there was actually no cost of living adjustment even done. Wow. So what that means is that the real purchasing power has dropped almost 30% between 2000 and 2020.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. And and I mean the government's the way they the formula they use to calculate uh inflation their their definition of inflation and the numbers they use c- compared to reality is crazy. Obviously, my groceries, gasoline, uh college tuitions healthcare has gone up exponentially and the government will say yeah inflation's at one we're going to give you a cost of living adjustment of 1.3 percent it's like no no that doesn't cut it does it
1: no but this is what the show is about and so i did just say for folks listening put your politics aside yes you cannot rely on the government to take care of you right now right and that's what it's all about is is It's on you to create your retirement and your successful retirement. And I think
0: that's why that's why people have to work with a financial services professional like yourself to develop that retirement strategy an income strategy, a financial strategy that's going to factor in social things like Social Security, but doesn't overly rely on it. Right.
1: Absolutely, Tony, and it's always funny because I have friends of all persuasions and and you can go down those rabbit trails of, well, here's what I would like the world to be like and being idealistic is wonderful, but meanwhile, here in Realityville, (laughs) (laughs) this is the world we're dealing with right now. So while we can still think and plan like the way we'd like to be, what I like to do, Tony, is help people look at here's where you are today, here's the reality of today, so how do you maximize with the money that you're earning? How do you maximize your financial potential? Yeah. And that's what yeah. it's all about. And, and so start part, part of it, though, is you have to shock and go, oh, Social Security maybe not taking care of me. Medicare yeah. doesn't cover 100%. So what am I going to do to fill those gaps? Yeah. And so we already touched on a little bit. But this next thing that's starting to happen, Tony, is that change from pensions to the 401 case. Yep. And really what that means is pensions were, we call those um, defined benefit plans. So you kind of knew you were going to get a monthly yep. check. That yeah, was is, something
0: you could count on each and every month.
1: Right. And a 401k is a defined contribution plan. So that means it's on you to contribute so that the account will grow. The account doesn't grow by magic. The account grows based on how much money you put into it. And so what, and then that money is going to be invested. And for most people, that means the market. And so the amount of money you're going to then have in retirement is going to depend on how well your investment's doing in the market. Right. And so yeah. you've added that little bit of risk into your plan. <laughs> and this is where, this is why it's so important to work with a professional, Tony, because trying to figure that out by yourself is a lot and it, yeah. it's hard to get it right and figure out like, okay, well, how do I make sure I've got enough risk so that I grow? And then at what point do I need to be a little more conservative and protect my money? And it's, there's just a lot of different moving parts that go along with how much money you're making and how old you are.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, think about it, though. I mean, for a lot of our younger viewers and listeners or younger workers out there uh, who are really uh, on anyone under 50 pensions are an old timey thing that their parents and grandparents talk about like black and white television, right?
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And no, because it's interesting because it is kind of an old timey thing, but because you were raised with, they were raised with that. There's this kind of expectation. So I was talking to my mom who's just retiring. She was a doctor and she said, you know, my grandfather had, a great pension, you know, when my mom died, she lived another 20 years and she still got my grandfather's pension. And my mom was like, well, I went to school and I'm a doctor and I've worked for 35 years. I I just kind of assumed that a pension would be there at the end. She's like, I I put my time into taking care of people. Yeah, I was a good doctor and I worked hard and I worked diligently. And she's like, "I, I feel stupid, but it's a little shocking that here I am at retirement and there's not a pension for me. Yeah. And and so I think people are just in that mindset because we don't teach it in schools yet um, yeah. and most kids don't learn it at home. So uh, it, it doesn't just happen by magic. You have to take control. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. They need to teach, uh, start with personal finance and then go to investing and, uh, you know, financial planning that should be taught in school, it should be taught in high schools, starting in a, like junior high level and then on up and in college. So, well, and, and, you know, I I think it's important to understand that there are a lot of uh, people out there who, you know, are relying on work sponsored plans. It's no longer a pension. It's a 401k, uh, but you have to have some type of saving for retirement. And you've talked about that quite a bit.
1: Well, and it's surprising, Tony, I think the number is like 41% of full-time millennial workers don't have access to an employee sponsored plan.
0: Wow. Wow. That's a lot.
1: And you know, we always talk about taking advantage of the matching.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have sponsor plan. plan. Yep.
1: And so that's almost half of millennials don't even have an employer sponsored pension. So they really are on their own. Like they're not even getting the benefit of having some employer matching going on. And it's part of this gig economy because we like having control of our lives. Yeah. and i and i I'm on board with that. I love that, but what's happening is people are are doing what they like to do, but they're forgetting about the retirement piece of it.
0: Right, because they don't have a full-time job with those benefits like a 401k. They're a an independent contractor or they're doing the gig work like uh, they're an Uber driver part-time. They do maybe web design on the side or something that they can do from their home or something they love or they design and sell stuff on Etsy. I mean, the people are finding, especially millennials, they're finding ways to make money with the gig economy, but what it's not providing them with is uh, from the sounds of it, almost half of them aren't having a retirement plan to contribute to. So they, they have to set up their own at that point. And how many, you know, when I was 25, uh, could you have told me I have to have a retirement account set up? And No, that's not going to happen.
1: Sure not. And then here's the other thing, Tony, is that 31% of millennials who have access to an employee sponsor plan, they're not taking advantage of it. And this was really interesting because Chris and I are sitting down with with a couple of companies and talking about how the you know, as the, the employer, how they're going to set up their plan. And part of that process is we're going to have to educate their employees to go. Here's why you want to participate, because you're going to get this matching and you're going to get these benefits, because it's interesting that even when an employer offers it, we got 30 percent of the people that aren't taking advantage of it. And it's as close to free money as you're going to
0: (laughs) get. Yeah, that's nuts. It's crazy. And I remember, you know, I think back to when I was in my 20s and got my first full-time job. And looking back, I'm like, okay, that company was large enough. They probably offered a 401k. Didn't know about it. Didn't care about it. Didn't. I mean, you know, nowadays I think you that we need education to get people to understand why it's so important. And, and, you know, change, uh, we're talking about change here. And, you know, I think an interesting, uh, tidbit is that change isn't something that just happens to us while we sit passively and watch it happen. Sometimes you can actually spark positive change with our decisions, right?
1: Absolutely. And that's one of the things when when we sit down and we do retirement planning with people, Tony, what they the thing they like the best about it is they go, I finally feel like I have some control, like I'm in the driver's seat a little bit because life just comes at you. And it's really frustrating when you're living your life and you have to run every decision through your financial checkbook to go. Can I do that? And, and so part of creating that plan is to flip that equation around so that you know what you have and you you can make decisions that are fulfilling and fun for you. But it's very stressful if every time you want to do something, whether you want to go on a vacation or visit or buy something, you have to go, well, let me run it through my checkbook and I don't know that I can afford it. Mm, and and yeah. that's not a fun place to live.
0: No. And,
1: and so... One of the basic things that we always talk about, you know, is paying yourself first. And that message is getting lost because it, the stats are showing that like 42% of baby boomers don't have any savings. Zero.
0: Wow, that's crazy.
1: And you should have. So if you're listening today, wherever you are, this idea of paying yourself first, that you save 10% of everything you make just should be a habit pattern. And, and if you started when you, every time you get money and just do 10%. So think about it. That's a dime out of a dollar. Yeah. And you just start prioritizing yourself. Think of all the people you're taking care of. Prioritize yourself because if you've taken care of yourself, then you can help everybody else. But if you don't take care of yourself and you're struggling, then you're in no position to help make anything better for anybody else. And so that's this, a
0: really good point, Tara this
1: foundation of just saving that's like step one and people aren't even doing that. So Tony, I would just say for anyone's listening today, that's really in that space where you're so busy taking care of your family and taking care of others that you haven't created a plan for yourself. Give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. We've set aside 20 complimentary appointments, Tony, for those people from today's show that are going, I really need to figure out how to, to, get control and be in the driver's seat with my money instead of just like reacting to everything. Cause that's stressful. Yeah. And yeah. so Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. And you can visit our website at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. But it's all about setting yourself up to be in that driver's seat to control as much as you can and have plans in place for when life throws all that unexpected thing at you.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's a great point. And for our listeners out there, I know you have uh, those set aside, so I encourage them to give you a call. And this has been an eye-opening conversation so far. Um, we're talking about uh, key ways of getting ready for retirement and how it's changed uh, over the last quarter of a century. Um, what do you have next? What's the next retirement change you have for us that we should know about?
1: Well, and this isn't news, but it's just it's to hear the numbers makes it impactful. The average American life expectancy is 78.5. Just 25 years ago, the average expectancy was 75.4 years. Wow! So in just that time period, we're living that much longer. And what that means is that you're going to have time to take those adventures, to explore your hobbies, but you're going to need to be able to pay for it. Tony, I have people that are now living as long in retirement as they worked.
0: Yep. Yep. That's happening a lot. I mean, my grandfather's a hundred. So you have to plan and he's going strong still, still drives. So he still, you know, has an active life. And so he's still paying bills and paying for things and, you know, has a truck that he pays for. So you really have to plan for a long time in retirement. That's the thing.
1: It is. And just like we talked about at the beginning of the show, social security is not guaranteed to keep up with those costs of livings. And the pensions are fading away. So this is where you need to really, the onus is on you to create your financial plan. And that's why I always like, I I would foot foot stomp it is you need to work with a professional because studies keep showing Tony, that if you work with a professional, you're going to come out ahead than if you're trying to do it yourself.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, and that—that's just a fact. You need a good, trusted financial services professional like yourself. And you mentioned Social Security; it's not guaranteed to make up for cost increases uh, and certain changes. And pensions are disappearing, as we've been talking about. Uh, and and you know, you also mentioned people aren't taking full advantage of four hundred one ks or IRAs, all of which means you have to be working with somebody like yourself. Uh, it's what you need to maintain your current lifestyle or preferred lifestyle once you retire. And that's, that's what this is all about, isn't it?
1: It is Tony. And it's about thinking about the things that you don't want to think about. And like, one of the things is rising healthcare costs. And, oh, yeah. you know, in between 1992 and 2018 people, it, it jumped from $5,000 to $11,000 that people oh. were spending on healthcare per year. And You know, there's been studies done that show that over a lifetime, people who are 65 will probably spend almost $540,000 just on health care.
0: Wow. That's crazy. And here's the thing,
1: Tony, this doesn't even include long-term care expenses.
0: (laughs) Ouch, which are crazy. I mean, long-term care facilities, if you're in a good memory care unit, it could be as much as $12,000 a month. In some areas, that's it's just insane. So you have to have a plan in place. And, you know, and I think having confidence in your finances and your plan, uh, that's something that's important. So having a strategy to deal with long term care is a part of that.
1: It has to be part of that plan, Tony. Because when people think about retirement, they think about the things that touch them daily, and that's like the mortgage and the car payment and the vacations, and you know maybe some known things like college or weddings. Healthcare is this big gorilla that's back there that you don't want to think about. And during nice. most of your life, you're healthy, so you don't you don't think about it. And and healthcare is kind of like well it's, it's insurance, right? Insurance is there for when the unspeakable happens. Right. And you've got you've got a plan. And so healthcare is one of those things that you know you're gonna need in retirement because it's just a fact of life. You're getting older, you're gonna need more healthcare. Right. <laughs> and so exactly and you wanna create a plan that if you need the money, it's available, but ideally if you don't have to use the money for healthcare, you still have access.
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. That's that's important. Yeah. And, and so uh, there's been a lot of changes uh, to retirement planning. What's another change you've seen happen as far as uh, retirement planning?
1: Well, and just like Medicare D, there's, you know, drug coverage is a very specific example that, you know, it's not included always. And in the D coverage, it allows private sector drug country companies to do different things. And then there's other plans that have lower prices. And at the end of the day, if you have a drug like my husband, Chris, takes, you know, cholesterol medication. So he kind of has to do that. It's not really an option.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
1: And and so there's just things like that that are going to become part of what you have to pay. And you don't get to control how much those things cost. No. So this is where you have to have that that planning in place so that, you know, if it's something that you're going to need, you're going to have to be able to pay for it.
0: Yeah. And And Medicare Part D, that's a positive change that's happened that they they came up with Part D that hasn't always been around and drug coverage hasn't always been what it is. Uh, But they've really tried they've made significant changes to it uh, in the past 20, 30 years uh, to really make sure that more of those drugs are affordable to the people who need them. And so that's a big part. That's obviously uh, an important part of navigating retirement and healthcare costs. Right.
1: Absolutely. And that's one of the things you can hope is that legislation will help keep closing some of those gaps. Because, I mean, that's a need for every American. That's not just a need for a certain group. So, so that's where we can hope. And then that's where we want to create. That's where planning hopefully meets legislation that you've you've created a plan for yourself to give yourself flexibility. And then that's good news if legislation changes things so that you don't have to pay for everything out of pocket.
0: Well, Tara, this has been a great show. We're almost out of time, uh, but I know you have that special offer for our listeners, right?
1: Sure, Tony. So like I said, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the people today listening. They're going, wow, okay, I hear you. Healthcare is going to be expensive and we don't know how much it's going to cost. And cost of living adjustments, I can't rely on the government to take care of me. I want to know that I'm taking care of myself. So Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. Visit my website, www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. This offer, Tony, is for the people that want to go, okay, like it or not, I'm in charge. It's on me. I want some help to make sure I'm doing it right. And Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. For those people that want to be able to be in control and not be in fear because they don't know what's around the corner.
0: Right. Awesome. Well, Tara, great show. Uh, Some great tips for our listeners out there today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan.
1: Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com.